You are tuning into the In Session Podcast. Conversations with Republican members of the Alabama House of Representatives. An opportunity to get to know the people who serve in the Alabama legislature. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the first episode of In Session Podcast. Conversation with Republican members of the Alabama House of Representatives. I'm Representative Scott Stahagen. I'm the House Majority Leader. In each episode of this podcast, we will get to know different Republican legislators. Our goal is to get to know each member on a personal level, to know what is important to them, what makes them tick. Today, I can't tell you how excited I am for our first guest, Republican Speaker of the House, Nathaniel Ledbetter. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Speaker. Absolutely, Mr. Majority Leader. It's good to be here. Thank you all for having me. So let's get started with the basics. Tell us where you're from. And what is your favorite thing to do about your hometown? Uh, I'm from Rainsville, Alabama, northeast Alabama, just about 60 miles below Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're out in, in the corner and also about 60 miles from Huntsville, about 100 from Birmingham. Uh, my favorite thing to do is to be uh, enjoy time with my grandkids. We have a, a great time with them fishing and throwing baseball and playing football. So that's 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 the thing I enjoy the most. Now we hear your best backyard quarterback there is in the state of Alabama. That's that right. Yeah, for twelve year olds. For twelve year olds. Yeah, probably probably the best uh, backyard quarterback for twelve year olds in the state. That's awesome. Yeah. Now that you were sworn in as speaker, I can't help but notice that almost the whole county of Decap County was there in the gallery, but also your family was there on the floor, yeah. and that was a special moment for all the members um, that supported you and that have always supported you as majority leader, but. I will say anybody that has ever met you, they know your love for your family. And tell us a little bit about your family and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it is special. You know, we are very family oriented. We got two adult sons and they have blessed us with four grandchildren. My oldest son has a 12 year old and a and a 16 year old, which is hard for me to believe. And then my youngest son has two 12 year olds. So we got three boys that's all the same age. My youngest son had twins and five days later, his brother had a a little boy. So uh, needless to say, we don't, there's never any time at our house that things are not moving or going on if they're around. And we certainly love to have them. I told my wife uh, just last night, I feel like we've been on the road as much as we have and working as much as we have. I've, I've kind of had withdrawals from the grandkids. So we got to get back and, you know, we pass up a lot of events. One of them being a basketball this weekend game, but I had tickets too. We're going to pass up to be with our grandkids because they're playing baseball and that's priority for us. Well, thank you for your sacrifice. For I know you want to be there, and that's one of the sacrifices many folks don't realize that we do with our families and um, events that we missed. And I know that they want you there, and you're there in spirit for sure. Um, now, nowadays, everybody has a grandfather name, granddad name. When I was growing up, it was it was granddad, you know. But now, do you have a a special granddad name that everybody calls you? Yeah, the grandkids call me Poppy. That's Poppy. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to do the the old fashioned the, the grandfather thing. That kind of feel older like that. So uh, Poppy, and then my wife Teresa is Mimi. So boy, that's that's our favorite name. I would say. So that's probably the best name you've ever been called. It is. I mean, I, I'd seen somebody written an article. We got uh, elected as speaker, you know, being from a small town. We served on the city council. So I was called a council member and later on mayor and then majority leader, like your role mm-hmm. now speaker. But of all that, I think the, the best name I've ever been called is Poppy. Absolutely. Now let's shift gears a little bit prior to you being a successful legislator. What did you do professionally, and and how did you get to this point of your life? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I worked with the Rural Electric Co-op for 33 years. My wife and I owned a couple of newspapers, and uh, we'd done that after she'd gotten, uh, she'd retired from education, and, and she wanted something to do. So we bought a local paper and kind of expanded it. And so we'd done that till we sold it uh, three years ago, I guess now. And uh, that's kind of our background. You know, we've always been involved in our community. And uh Really, the way I got in politics was about sports, to be quite honest. We didn't have a place to play in my hometown. And one of my friends said, won't you run for city council? Maybe we can get something to, for the kids to play on, which we did. We built a sports complex for the left and all that. So it was had a successful run doing that. And I'd retired. Before I retired, I'd taken a job in management. Uh, I was mayor at the time. And, and I had to step down as mayor to go into management because of the time constraints and uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did that because it allowed me to retire earlier. So it gives us opportunity to run for House of Representatives. That's awesome. I tell you that the path to the legislature certainly gave you skills and perspective that have helped your district. But if somebody were to child, like travel to your area of the state, what would you recommend? I know you all come from a pretty county of our state. Um, we went there with one of our caucus meetings and I was amazed if some of the stuff I saw and we rented the cabin, it was, I felt like I was in Gatlinburg. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one thing people don't understand. Alabama, in my opinion, has got a small version of Gatlinburg and Mento and that's in my district. And, uh, you know, I was certainly happy to have a retreat back in DeKalb County. That was a uh, neat for me. And I think people really was a little bit surprised with all the, the you know, the beauty up there with the Soto State park and little river canyon and and the things that we've got we we're really blessed to live in a beautiful part of the state you know of course tennessee river is not far from my district and sometimes me and one of our house members argue about which part of the state's the prettiest but uh i think all our states you know we got beautiful parks in all our state but we're certainly blessed to be from the mountainous area and and was raised there and enjoyed being there well i, I would agree with that i think the the probably the one thing that I remember is the opportunity to meet um, the band Alabama. I think, you know, I was raised with that kind of music and my mom, I told her, you know, we were up in your, your neck of the woods and who was there. And she said, well, you've got to get a picture of Randy, you know, because yeah. she, we grew up listening to that kind of music. Yeah. And Randy is a good friend of ours. I was texting back and forth this morning. They're actually down here. He follows, he's, he's a, they're kind of like us. He and Ken, I think that's why we get along so well because their, their thing about family is big to them. So they're with her granddaughter Hopper uh, this weekend in Montgomery for a cattle show. And I know he and Kelly tries to travel when he's not on the road or busy to, to go see her. And that's a big thing for them. So we're blessed to uh, and fortunate to have them in my district and certainly for the friendship. But you know, it's amazing that the accomplishments they've had. I think people forget about it, you know, or don't understand that they not only did they have the number one hits, they had 23 in a row, had a total of 41 sold almost 80 million copies and just recently have been recognized for having over 2 billion of their songs live streamed, which is amazing. And uh, they're just down to earth. As you know, you've been with they me. They are, to absolutely. And, and uh, they just, they're just great people. Yeah, so that's what my first question was for my mom is after I was able to meet with Randy and she said, what was he like? And I said, he was like every gentleman at the co-op. You know, every granddad, every dad sitting around drinking coffee at the co-op. Mm -hmm. Literally, you would have never known that he had the success he had prior to 
Um, me meeting them, and I, I was impressed with him, how down to earth they were, and they were just really good, genuine people. Well, uh, they are, you know, and he had uh, called me and wanted want Teresa and I to go. They had a thing at Jacksonville State, wanted us to go and be with them. I guess they, they'd advise to the, uh, wanted us to come be with them, to eat dinner with them, and, and enjoy the uh, Hall of Fame. They got the inductees, I guess, next Friday, so they wanted us to be there. But, you know, the thing about it is, I think that people, don't know because he doesn't brag about this, but uh, he started the Country Cures program several years ago. And through that and the work he's done, he's been able to raise over $850 million for child research for the Danny Thomas Hospital. So I think it's amazing. That is amazing. That is awesome. All right. So I know the answer to this next question, but, and I hope you don't bring up recent events, but what do you like to do in your spare time? Well, I like to play golf. And I, not that my majority leader helps me anyway. It's putts. You know, that's the thing about it. And I've, I've tried to talk to him about practicing his putts. He can hit it a mile, which I need that. But then when we get to the green, we can't putt. I don't know what's up with that. Mr. Well, leader. I tell you, that's the event. We, we, um, Chairman Reynolds and I, we, uh, we, we we took it with a smile. I'll say that. We, um, I almost forgot about that. That's right. Me and Crawford beat y'all. <laughs> Time we think yeah, and it's officially on record now. It's officially on record. We didn't just beat y'all. It was um, it was a good day for you guys. I will say that. Okay, all right. We'll leave it at that. Then. Yes, sir. So great. Now it's time to wrap up the podcast. We have a segment called Mystery Questions, and in this bowl, you will have questions that you pull out. Pick the top three, and let's go. Well, this one asked, "Do you know what uh, Leader Stathagen's nickname is?" And I do. I do know that. I don't think that's accurate. Is that not one of the questions? So that's what I thought. I can't ready to take it. But I'd rather give up my cell phone or forever or not even. I can't see it. Read it, Scott. I ain't got my glasses. I got you. Would you rather give up your cell phone forever or not even have any salt in your food ever again? Give up my cell phone or salt. Man, that's tough. That is a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I like salt. But uh, you can't live in the day's world without the cell phone. That's right. So I guess that would be my answer. All right. Let's see. Well, you pick it and I'll read it. How about that? And this is the same one that I know the majority leader's nickname. <laughs> You're still not going to read that. <laughs> if you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go? Yeah. You know, don't tell my wife this. I hope she don't hear this because she wants to travel. She is a traveler more so than me. But I always thought I'd like to go to Greece. I mean, we really had the opportunity to visit some different places and, and been very blessed to do that. But as far as uh, a foreign country, I think I'd like to go to Greece. I mean, we almost did. The only thing is their country was tanking and, you know, inflation was 21 percent. And we kind of backed out because of what was going on. But uh, I just think from the pictures I've seen, it looks like a beautiful area. One more. What temperature do you order your steak? I'm medium well. I don't know what temperature that is, but that's what I like at medium well. We got thumbs up around the room, so okay. that's a popular question okay. and answer. Um, I want to say thank you for coming and being our first guest on the episode. Oh, absolutely. I thought you was going to tell me, thank me for not using your name. Well, thank you for that as well. <laughs> we did break up the golf game, so I'm 50-50, right? That makes you, yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me say thank you for the job you're doing. I think you're doing a great job, and certainly I'm excited about your leadership. And, man, we had a great week this week, and thank you for, for the leadership for doing that. Yes, sir. I've got some big, big shoes to fill, and I'm going to do my best to do that. Um, on the next episode, we'll sit down with House Rules Chairman Joe Lovern. 
And I really appreciate everyone listening to the first episode of In Session and tuning in to our conversations with Alabama Republican legislators. You have been listening to the In Session podcast, conversations with Republican members of the Alabama House of Representatives. No taxpayer dollars were used to record, produce, or distribute this podcast.